This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here on this Monday night. Thank God for all of you. Appreciate you taking your time on this first Monday in the month of August. Thank God for all of you. It is a blessing to be with you again uh, on this Monday night. I pray that you are looking for a great, great August, the eighth month. I mean, God is doing some new things in this month. I believe that for you. I claim that for you uh, in the name of the Lord. I want to I want to give you what was really pressing in my heart tonight. I, I thought about this uh, on what, what, what I should share. Uh, on tonight to start off this this month, and it's pressing in my heart uh, so so strongly. Um, uh, I, I, I guess uh, it is it is it is where we want to be, what we want to be doing, how we got to this point, how did we get here um, to where we are tonight as a people. Now we we're supposed to be born again believers, right? And, and but I want to share tonight uh, some things that I think um, the culture has changed. So and we're trying to make God fit the culture, and we hide behind. We're trying to make it relevant. Well, um, the Word of God is not changing. God does not change. Um, he cannot change. He said, "I'm God." And I change not, therefore your sons are not consumed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But the culture has shifted. And I heard, again, I heard my, my, my good friend, uh, good friend, my good friend, Apostle Brian Kid William, um, mentioned some, there were some prominent um, speakers that had said some things that, that, he, that, that he posted, and, and, and it's just shocking to hear what so many people are saying, and he, he broadcast those, and, and, and he quoted them, and, and he was saying what they were saying, and it's unreal. And we'll get to that in a moment, but uh, about the culture. God had not changed, and, and now how we got here is that we are trying to make uh, God fit the culture. Hide, quote unquote behind relevancy how is the message today relevant is, is the gospel today relevant uh, we got we, we got to reach the youth and reach them well how, how did our youth get to where they are now uh, social media platforms absolutely uh, uh, so environment absolutely but it begins in the begins in the homes and so therefore how we got here is that we uh, uh, trying to change, oh, we call it changing with the time, so to speak. Uh, we don't want to put our kids through what we went through. Absolutely, we don't want our kids to go through certain things we go through, but not the morality of the teaching. I mean, just called the culture change, it does not mean that the teaching uh, or, or, or the the message, how you how you how you uh, present the message may change, but the message can, uh, itself cannot change. It cannot, and that's how we got to. I believe where we are now. We, we've tried to. We've tried to make the message. Uh, we tried to make uh, God fit our culture, when the culture got to be got, got to become subjected to the teaching of Christ. Make sense? Let's read. Let's read the text. As you know, we every Monday night we start Acts chapter seventeen, verse twenty six. Acts seventeen twenty six. It's still relevant, and it reads as follows: It hath made of one blood all nations of men, uh, for to dwell on all the face of the earth. 
and hath determined the time before appointed and the bounds of the habitation. All right. Of all nations, from one blood, all nations men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and determine the bounds of the habitation. God knew exactly, <coughs> excuse me, when you'll be born, where, and where you'll be living up until the point you are. Now, all that, God God knew exactly what it would be it. But let's talk about how we got here. I told you earlier, again, my, my, my good friend, Apostle Brian Keith Williams, uh, posted uh, a week ago some things about what, what some prominent prominent uh, pastors are saying in terms of, of where we are, some things that are going on in, 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 in the body. One, he said that one 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 uh, well-known uh, uh, speaker said that uh, it is not finished yet. It's not finished. Listen, talk about the kingdom, about about God's going after things of or, or Christ. I, I assume she talking about the gospel was not finished. I don't know, but I think I heard somewhere on the cross, Jesus uttered the words, "It is finished." Tell us, It means it is finished. It's over. But that teacher that said it is not. Then another one said that 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 God, or excuse me, that Christ was, I think, in error or wrong, or eighty five percent of the time of being on this earth. Listen, listen, to what he said. This was preached. Oh, the airways at what time? I assume that Christ was wrong eighty five percent of the time. Come on, Lord have mercy. If he was wrong one time, then we we could we could question the legitimacy of him being right any time. But we know it's not the case, but that's being taught. That was spoken by a prominent pastor. That 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 Christ was 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 in error eighty five percent of the time. I'm saying, oh my goodness. And then one other another one said, uh we we, we don't have to seek God anymore. Now, I know God's not lost. We know God's not lost. That word seek means to go after with with with, with, with passion. The word seek means to go after with passion, not just haphazardly, but with, with, with intention, intentionally on purpose, seeking after him. But that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And and, 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 and we have to accept then, then, then we have to accept what what others say about things. Because we want to we want to be, I guess, culturally uh, irrelevant. Uh, if God says what marriage is, then what my opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. What God says about sin, my opinion doesn't matter. It's what God says that matters. It, 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 it is, it is, we, we, we can't, ch- God does not change. God will not change. God cannot change. If he changes, then it wouldn't be fair to those that he held, for, he held accountable for something else. <laughs> you know, it, 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 if, if he, if he's, um, was against sin, during Paul and Silas and Peter's time, he's against it today. That's no culturally sin that's now correct. That's no culturally unrighteousness that is now uh, acceptable. But how we got here is that we are now trying to make the gospel fit the culture or make it relevant when we need to be making certain that the gospel is still the gospel, the death the burial and resurrection of Christ. No matter how you dress it, it's still the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Man must be born again. Uh, he tells them, except be born again, you cannot see the kingdom. Nicodemus, you must be born again, right? Nicodemus said, shall I, a man my age go back into his mother's womb? No, that was your flesh is flesh. That was your spirit is spirit. You must be born again. You must be regenerated, regenerated. 
Come on, that's what he said. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. But we are, we, we are making God try to fit the culture. What is relevant now? What, what, what does Hollywood say about it? What do the movie industry say about it? What does the music industry say about it? What does the sports world, what does uh, 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 social media itself say about it? If, if, if it doesn't fit that culture now, it becomes old fogey. It becomes uh, irrelevant. So we, we, we got to give the kids something. We got to give them something to hang on to. No, no, the gospel is still a gospel. The truth is still the truth. What did he tell us? You shall know the truth. Help me now. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That's the, uh, and, and what, did he, what did he tell us plainly? Brothers and sisters, I, I, I'm not trying to preach it. I just want to present something to you to make you think. Love not the world, not my words. Neither the things that are in the world, not my words. For the things that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, it's not of the Lord. They're not of God, but, uh, uh, but, but they're of the world. He said, don't love those things. I mean, don't, don't give your passion to those things. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. That's, that's what got Eve tricked by the enemy in the garden. <laughs> that's what got her, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Those three things got Eve to try the fruit and gave to Adam and he ate thereof. We, we're trying to make the culture fit God. We're trying, to make, I'm sorry, we're trying to make God fit the culture. We're trying to make the culture be, uh, uh, make God fit in to make God relevant in 2023 to make God relevant in this, in this culture. We have to reach them. Who, who are we to try to change what God said? You shall know the truth, not the culture, not religion. You shall know the truth. And again, the late Dr. Miles Monroe said again, uh, you only, uh, uh, you only as free as the truth that you know. And I added this is what F.L. Williams added to that. You only as free of the truth you know and accept. Because it could be true, but if you don't accept it, it won't benefit you. Oh, my. So, so, so the relevancy of, of, of the gospel, it, we're trying to make the gospel fit what social media think it ought to be. Give it into other cultures. Uh, everybody, uh, they're tied to the opinion. Yeah, you, you right. This is a free country. You tied to your opinion. You got a constitutional right to believe what you believe. However, that doesn't mean that I, I got to believe what you believe when it goes against the teaching of the Word of God. It goes against the teaching of Christ, right? And, and, and so now, if if we if we teach the Bible itself in, in interpretation of as if God's word is still God's word, if 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 we teach that now, it makes us irrelevant. It makes us old. It makes us uh, not with it. Come on, y'all, get with it. No, 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 no. Time change, yes. Cultures change, yes. God does not. God does not. The gospel is still the gospel. You can't water down the gospel. The gospel is about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel <laughs> for his power under God, both to the Jews, also to the Greek. I'm not ashamed of preaching the death, the burial, resurrection of Christ. I'm not ashamed to teach that. 
But the culture says, no, we got to make it right. Now. Let, let them take it like they want it. Uh, you know, church attendance is not necessary. Uh, our people should have opinions. Our young folks need opinion. Let them let them grow up. Let, let them experience for themselves. We all tried it. We did this. Yeah, that's why we, t- we try to tell our youth on what we went through. Don't go through those same things. That's what we're trying to do. But how do we get how do we get here? How do we get here? Because the culture is trying to make God fit it. Instead of us trying to instead of making it make it come to see what the Lord is saying. Make sense? You shall know the truth. And that truth make you free. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. But let's look at the culture. Let's look at what 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 is right. Now it, it appears that lifestyles don't matter. It appears that families don't matter. It, it appears that what, what, what once was right does not matter. And he tells us plainly, sinners, listen, y'all, not my words, it's the word of God. Sinners shall be turned into hell. Well, there's no little hell. You believe what you want to believe. I'm going to believe what I believe the word of God is saying. Sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. That's what the word of God says. Sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. Let, let, let me read something to you that, 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 that uh, the Spirit just pressed on me to share with you. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter number two. Let me, let me show you something. Ecclesiastes chapter two and verse number uh, 26. Ecclesiastes 2, 26. Listen to what it says. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight. Wisdom. This is Solomon. This is the wisest man that Christ ever lived, according to the text. Listen to what it says here. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight. Wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he giveth travail to gather and to heap up that he may give to them that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Now, now listen how it reads in the New Living Translation. Listen, listen, listen to what it says now. God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a stranger, but excuse me, but if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. <laughs> It's, 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 it's obvious that we are trying to make God really be what we think of him and say who we say he is. He doesn't change. I mean, things are not like it was. When we were growing up, as you know, again, my, the people my, in my, my age my age range, you, you um, 60s and 70s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 80s, down um, to the 50s or 40s, especially the 50s, you know and understand and believe that uh, we were told what to do by our parents. No, we couldn't question, though we had questions. <laughs> uh, uh, we couldn't be disrespectful. Though we, even if we wanted to, um, that, that was a consequence of being disrespectful. There's a consequence of walking in disobedience. There's a consequence. Now it doesn't even appear there's consequences of it. I mean, what was wrong before is 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 right now, and what was right then appears to be wrong now. 
And so we, we, we're trying to make a God who can't change understand, listen, that we're trying to make a God who can't change understand that changes, that times have changed. I'm going to try it again. We're trying to make a God who can't change understand that changes that have made, that been that, that make it. Oh, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense, does it? Because he's not going to change. He's not going to change. He is not going to change. I'm going to say he, he, he's, he's not going to change. He is not going to change who he is. One more thing I want, I want, I'm going to share something with you. Now, now listen to this text. Please hear my heart tonight. Listen to this text. Because God can't change. And, and we're trying to make God fit a culture that's changing. I mean, men look like women. Women look like men. Men going with him. Women going with that. Doing this. Going that. If you speak about it, you're wrong. If you speak about it, you're old. You speak about it, you're trying to, trying to be insensitive. No. No, absolutely not. Just stand what the word of God says. Look at where we are here now in Isaiah 59 verse 1. Watch this. Isaiah 59 verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hands is not shortened. This is what he said now. Behold, the Lord's hands is not shortened, that it cannot save. Not his ear heavy, that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Wow. Wow. Your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, and your tongue has muttered, uh, murdered perverseness. Ain't nothing wrong with God. Ain't nothing wrong with God. God hadn't changed. Again, I'm God and I've changed not. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's God. I know the culture changed. I know things changed. Yes. Yes, people changed how we act, but it doesn't change God. Holiness, righteousness is still Holiness and righteousness. Sin and unrighteousness is still sin and unrighteousness. That's a right way and a wrong way. That's a morality and that's an immorality. It doesn't change because we want to change it. We can't change three, John 3.16 because we don't like it. We can't make God be something that he is not. Though we even try, it doesn't change the fact of who he is. But y'all, I'm telling you, that's how we got here though. L listen how that, this, this reads in the New Living Translation. This is Isaiah 1. I'm excuse me, Isaiah 59, verse 1 through verse number um, number 3. And listen what how the New Living Translation reads. Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear you. It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. Your hands are the hands of murderers. And your fingers are filthy with sin. Your lips are full of lies. And your mouth spew corruption. That's tough language, isn't it? Well, it doesn't change just because we don't want to hear it. <laughs> it not, it's not irrelevant because you think it's uh, this or that. Well, that's Old Testament. Okay, let's go to Galatians. Go to Galatians with me. Go to Galatians. Chapter number five. I'll go to Galatians chapter 5, all right, and look at verse, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. And look at verse, beginning verse number 6, beginning verse 6. Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate with him that teaches in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. 
For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to his spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially to those who are the household of faith. Now listen, listen how they read the New Living Translation. This, this is Galatians 6 and 6. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Seven, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who, who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. Wow. So let, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. In 10, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So we, we, we can't harvest what we don't plant. We can't, be, we can't become something else once we intake something that's opposed to what we want to become. I can't eat this and become that. I become what I eat. I become what I take in. I become what I visually see all the, all the time. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so we're trying to make what, 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 what the culture dictates not what God directs. And that, my brothers and sisters, in my humble opinion, is how we got to where we are now. We're trying to make God change to fit us. And excuse my lane, but it ain't happening. <laughs> it didn't happen then. It's not happening now. If if God would, would, would change because this is the new culture, he would be unfair. If God would change because the culture dictates changes, God would be unfair. And that's no unfairness in God. It's not his will that any man should perish. But all should come to knowledge of the truth. Yet men make their ways every single day. Look at the culture. And we can't put it on the young people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't put it on the youth. They don't have factories. They don't take care of themselves while they're youth. Until they get out on their own. They live in a home where they get to go and come as they please. They live in a home until they can choose what, 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 what right and wrong they want to follow. So the, the blame doesn't lie with them. He tells us plainly, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. That's a, he says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. But he said, right? That it might be well with you and that thou mayest live long on the earth. He telling you long good life comes with the honor of your parents. But the culture dictate, let them do what they want to do. Come on, it's not necessary now. They can wear what they want to wear, go where they want to go. 
And when they get to, uh, no matter if they're stealing your house or not, there's certain things you shouldn't get let them do, or or let don't don't try to hold them to something. Uh, they don't have to have a relationship with God. Let them choose, pick and choose what they want to do. Come on, train up child ways you go. Remember that we get old and not depart from it. This is how I'm telling you. Think about it now. Think about how we got here. Think about what used to be wrong. Some things that used to be. I mean, th- th- there were there were certain. Pl- I mean, certain time of the night, our kids had to be at home. Don't give what was going on. If we weren't with them, they had to be at home at a certain time. Now it's what time they feel like they want to come in. Well, they're fifteen and sixteen, so it's more dangerous now than than it was then. And now parents were worried about dangerous stuff then. Then, so they made us come in at a certain time because uh, um, I, I, I think my mother told me, or someone told me this. I think my mom, if, if what in the world are you gonna do after twelve that you couldn't do before twelve? Think about it. He said, "What in the world are you gonna do after twelve that you couldn't do before 12? Now it doesn't matter. And, and it, it's, it, it is it is it is um, it, it, it sh- we, we shouldn't be surprised at where we are when we have decided to make put God in a box that God must fit the box we put him in. He must fit the narrative that we have set for him. We must say that he got to be with the times. He had to meet the times. Our kids are, are, are adults at 15 and 16? I don't think so. We got to set the stage and what was wrong now appears to be permissible what was in error or what was uh, 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 something that was not proper see Paul said that this way he said it may be legal but it's not beneficial for me it's not expedient for me it, 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 it may be permissible but it's not advantageous to me I may be able to go to the places and do things but it's not, it's not good for me it, it doesn't benefit me. It doesn't, it doesn't enhance me. It doesn't make me better. That, that, that's what I'm looking at. It doesn't make me better. How many times have we gotten into trouble? It was legal to do it, but after we did that legal thing, it harmed us down the road. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so, so when he tells us I'm God and I change not, Therefore, your sons are not consumed. I'm the same yesterday, today, forever. His, the word of God is true. It never changes. It will not change. It cannot change. Just because we don't, ex- we don't accept that doesn't make it be right today, relevant today. We're telling him what's relevant. I, I got to give you one more. Uh, second, second Timothy. Just, just proving, trying to prove my, my, my thesis here about what happened to us. Second Timothy uh, three, now, and I will show you something now. Um, this is what Paul told Timothy. Now I, we need to put this. I believe we need to be put on placard somewhere or put on our desk of our children that they read it all, all the parents so they can see it. Especially parents. This is what he tells. This, this is Paul tell Timothy in, in Second Timothy chapter three verse fourteen. Paul said this. He said, "But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned." And has been assured of, knowing of what thou hast learned them, for whom thou hast learned them, that fr- and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in 
Christ Jesus. This is what he said now. Verse 14, but continue thou in the things with which thou hast learned and hast assured of, been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. 15, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. 16, all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished in every good work. He's telling you, he, Paul is telling Timothy to tell us that this is what instruct and correct and teaches us, the scriptures. It hadn't changed, brothers and sisters. It hadn't changed. God hadn't changed. He can't change. Ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Make sense? Now, 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 watch this. Watch this. If I don't accept it, it doesn't make it be true. <laughs> he can't lie. It's impossible for God to lie. But we're trying to make, back to the beginning, Genesis 3, got to give you that, and then, and then um, I'll be almost finished for tonight. I got about another 15 minutes. Listen, Genesis chapter three, let me show you something. And now remember that the culture wants your God to fit it. It doesn't want to fit in what God is saying. Everything outside of the kingdom wants you to fit and look like the king, look like outside the kingdom, not what's in the kingdom. Everything that the enemy does is try to pull you out of the kingdom. And that's how we got to this point. I mean, it used to be wrong, uh, what was wrong. It used to be right, what was right. Now they're just the opposite of that. And it's changing because we accepted it. We accepted it. Come on. I mean, just, just think about how we was, again, back to how we was raised. You couldn't go here, you couldn't do that. Why, why did they tell you you couldn't go? Because they wanted to protect you the best they could. And things were nowhere near as dangerous as they are now. I mean, just, it, it, it is almost unbelievable how bad things are getting somehow in the cities in our rural areas as well. Think about it. Now, watch this now. So remember I told you, uh, uh, he tells us in, 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 in 1 John, love not the world, not the things, not the things that are in the world. Those things in the world are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Your flesh wants it. Pride. Your eyes see it. Desire. That's how Eve got tricked by the enemy. The serpent tricked Eve with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's the same trick that's happening today in 2023 the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life carnality carnality is what drives us to this point we've made we've made things be our gods I gotta get these I gotta go there and our, and our relationship with God has, has, has gotten weaker and weaker and weaker again God is the, God is the tower our, 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 our lives or the cell phones and the cell phones, no matter which one you buy, is no good if there's no signal from the tower. It doesn't work. Listen to what got Eve. L look at Genesis 3. When the serpent tells you you can eat the tree, he says, God knows you're not going to die. He knows the day you eat, your eyes will be open. I'll say it again. God knows you're not going to die. He knows that the day that you eat thereof, your eyes shall be open and you'll be as God's. They were already made in the image and likeness of God. Trying to make God fit the culture. 
not the, not the culture fit what God wants. Trying to make God fit the culture. He tells her, you're not going to be, God know you, you're going to be like him. You already was like him. <laughs> now watch what happens. So he tells her this. Now look at, look at verse number, beginning verse four, Genesis three and four. Listen to this dialogue. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. You see this? You, you see? You see how he's shifting it? Instead of you being like God, uh, otherwise that God made you, but you, now you, he going to make her, make God fit what she think he ought to be. He lied to her. That's why they are, they are lying to us day and after day, night after night, full of social media, full of TV, full of the music industry, full of athletics, full of the movie industry. What are they telling us? Let's make God fit the culture. You can't say that kind of stuff. You can't mention God here. You can't mention Jesus here. You can't do this here. Don't don't talk about that. Don't talk about this. That's not that's not right. We we have now become uh, spiritually desensitized. That don't bother us anymore. I'm going to say it again. The danger of what has happened. We become spiritually desensitized. That we don't even bother us anymore. Well okay. Let them do their thing. Watering down. The, you can't water down the gospel. But you water down how the message is presented. Make sense? So okay. So he tells the, he tells the Eve. But God does know in verse 3. God does know the day you eat thereof. You shall, your eyes shall be open, And you shall be as God. Knowing good and evil. Look at verse verse number six, though. Watch this. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband. And he did eat and he did eat. What happened, though? Now, she had, she had seen the tree. She knew what it was. She just knew it's off limits. That's certain things. You just got to accept what God said. Without question, period. It's done. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. No, you can't question. There's no gray areas in that. So Satan paints a picture through, through the servant, another, another picture, and tells her, you're not going to die. You're going to be as God, knowing good and evil. So then now watch what, so, so verse 7 says, I'm sorry, verse 6, and when the woman saw the tree was good for food, Lust of the flesh. You know, plenty of the eyes. Lust of the eyes. A true desire to make one wise. Pride of life. <laughs> Do you see now what he said over, over in 1 John? The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. This is what he's talking about right here. Eve saw that tree was, listen, good for food, flesh. Uh, a true desire to make one wise. I'm sorry, uh, a tree was good for food, flesh. Pleasant to the eyes, lust of the eyes. True desire to make one wise, pride of life. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. That's what got her. She tried to make God fit what she thought the culture should be from what she got from the, from the serpent. My brothers and sisters, that's what's going on today. They're doing it to our children everywhere through the music. Lord knows through the music. Doing it everywhere through social media. Lord knows they're doing through social media. TikTok, through Instagram, all the other major networks, all the social media platforms, every one of them. Uh, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all those things that they're doing. 
Facebook, whatever it may be. They're doing these things, um, driving out children further from the base. Watch this now. God has not stopped speaking, but they're being, they're being inundated with stuff that pulls them away from the base. So now that they got new phones, they still can't get a signal so far from the base. You ever notice if you're in a low, a low area, if you if you go if you go down in, 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 a, in sort of a low area on, on the streets, on, on especially in the rural areas, if you go, uh, if, if 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 the drive of the expressway or the road or the interstate goes down in a valley like, you, your signal's not as good, or you even lose your signal, because those signals go 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 uh, 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 horizontal, not vertical, and so if you're below the signal, you can't get it. If we get if if and God's not gonna lower his standard for us. That's the, that's what we got to keep in mind. God's not gonna lower our, his standard for us. That's what that's what's happening. The culture wants God to meet its definition and not us meet his. How do we change it? Stand on the word. Get back to the truth. He said, "Return to me, and I return to you." Clear your hands, your sinner. Uh, 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 James four is, is is my solution tonight, and I, and I quit. I'm over my time. I know, but let me give you James. Chapter four, and I'll quit. Uh, now watch what he says. You in here with me? And look at verse number eight. James chapter four, verse eight said this. Draw, well really verse seven, seven and eight. James chapter four, verse seven and eight is my conclusion for tonight. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves unto God, therefore to God. Resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Eight, draw nigh to God and he will know he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be, affli- be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourself in the sight of God, and he shall lift you up. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Draw nigh unto God, and he'll draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's to us. God's not going to fit the culture. Because you got to fit his teaching. That's the way I see tonight how we got to this point. We, we, we just culture driven and we got to fall so far from the base. Signals still going out, but we below the signals. Oh, God can reach you anywhere, but you got to be, you got to return to him and be saved. That's the way I see it tonight as to how we got to this point. Have a great Monday rest of the night and have a great rest of the week. Be back next week. Another word on how we got here till that time. You stay safe. I love the love of Christ. Have a good one. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.